This is Across Culture, the podcast exploring culture, identity, and the Christian faith, hosted by me, Jessie Tang. How's everyone doing? I hope you're well. Hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Or maybe even good night. Apparently, there's been some people who listen to this podcast when falling asleep, so it's amazing. Um, yeah. I didn't know my voice makes people fall asleep. But anyway, this is an interview with Dave Creates. Let's go. Hey, Dave Creates. Welcome to Across Culture. It's so great that you're here, that you're joining me today. And uh, yeah, just wondering, how are you doing? Hey, Jesse, what's good? I'm good. Like, I'm grateful to be uh, on this with you as well. Um, I'm good. I mean, it's currently kind of grey skies outside, so I feel a bit mellow. But, you know, it's midweek and it's December. So, you know, it's nearly Christmas. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that with the family. So That's yeah. good. Yeah. Where are you based at the moment? So I'm based in Essex, um, out near the sea. Um, been here for a while. Um, grew up in London for, for a short, short while. But I'm in London quite a lot. So that still feels like home, to be honest. Um, but yeah, in and around the southeast of England is where you can find me. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's cool. And Essex, I think I've been there before. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to Southend on Sea. Is that Essex? Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm at, at the moment. Oh, you're I, there. It's literally like, I feel like it's quite a popular place because of the seaside, and uh, there's like a theme park there and the pier, like the world's one of the world's longest pleasure piers we have. So, wow, it's an excellent. Yeah, it's a couple of interesting facts. <laughs> but it's a, it's a nice, well, it's a decent area. Um, yeah quite different I guess cultures of people and stuff out here um only been here for a couple months really um but it's yeah it's quite chill it's quite chill Mm. well we'd love to hear a bit more about you as well so a little bit of some facts about you so could you tell us who you are you can introduce yourself absolutely so my name is I go by the name of Dave Creates I'm a hip-hop artist creative I love making music I've uh, been rapping for, gosh, maybe about six or five or so years. Um, also do some singing and, and production. Um, I just love art, uh, even photography as well, and mm. um, using just different means of expression, of expressing myself, of expressing God, um, ultimately with the aim of helping people to see Jesus, you know, through the art. Um, I'm a big fan of just, you know, alternative hip-hop music, music that isn't necessarily like the norm, but um, you can still feel it, you can still vibe with it. And that has a deeper message, you know, through it. Um, I started off by doing like spoken word poetry quite early on, and that really uh, inspired my sound to be more poetic lyrically. So I'm very always thoughtful about lyrics and how I'm saying things. But at the same time, I've also, you know, grew up playing the drums at church and the keys a little bit. Yeah, so there's always a sense of like musicality, even with my family, my siblings, they play instruments and stuff too. So. That's always been important to me. Um, so right now, you know, I'm just an artist, continuing to create and enjoying that journey. Mm, wow, that's really cool. And so you said you grew up playing drums and keys at church. So did you yeah. also grow up as a Christian, like raising a Christian family? Yeah, what was your journey like in terms of coming to faith? Yeah, so I'm grateful to say that I was born in a Christian household. Uh, household. My granddad was a pastor. Um, and my parents both, they both met in church as well. Um, so me and all my siblings grew up in that kind of environment, which looking back, I'm really grateful for um, because I realized how, 
you know, so many people don't have that privilege, you know, and have are born into different spaces. And of course, God can still bring, God still always does bring people back to him. But I realize how much of a yeah privilege it, it was to be brought up in that environment. So typically every Sunday going to church, <laughs> uh, my parents were always like serving on different departments in church as well. So it will be one of those things where Sunday is all day at church from morning yeah. to evening. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how that was for you, but it was literally a day out um, at church. So, um, and I guess that in a sense, it helps to just see everyone as family and it helped to just yeah. give us a really good sense of community um, from an early age, um, which again, I'm really grateful for because I see how much of a positive impact it's had on my life um, as I've matured and become an adult. So, yeah. Mm. And and the churches that you went to, are they black majority churches? I'm just thinking because like when I've been to church in a Chinese church, it can take the whole day. Not that the service takes the whole day, but then you hang out with people and it's a like really good yeah. fellowship. But I've been to some white majority churches and it's not the same. I can't yeah. speak for all of them. So yeah, mm-hmm. just wondering what kind of church did you grow up in? Yeah, I, I agree. I was a black majority church. So we'll start in the morning finish probably early afternoon and then like the rest of the evening is just like you know hanging out um you know catching up with family and friends so I guess yeah definitely good fellowship and then even after that because most of my childhood um I was born in London but I grew moved out to Essex but we stayed in our London church so we'll travel from Essex to London every week so that was almost a time Ah. to just like see everyone that we hadn't seen during the week so if it's going to see my grandparents or cousins or other family friends would use Sunday at that time to see everybody. So yeah. that was, I guess that added to the whole vibe of like, you know, um, the fellowship and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see that. Oh, okay. That's really cool. And yeah. um, also what's, what's your cultural heritage? So for myself, my dad is from Nigeria. My mom is from Sierra Leone. So West African heritage is, is for me where it's at. Um, but then again, like being, I was born in the UK, lived here my whole life yeah. um so being British plays a big part for me and my upbringing and I feel like it was only really when I went to university that I saw the different sides of that and how I had I met friends who um were born in say Nigeria and they moved out here later on in life I was able to really see and compare okay this is what you know ident- identity in the sense of like me being um half Nigerian or from Sierra Leone it means it looks different to me than it is to somebody who's been out there their whole life and comes here differently. And that was really eye-opening to understand our differences but similarities. Um, in a way, it's not always tangible, but you can feel it sometimes. So that was really interesting for me to see. Hmm. Yeah, it's true that sometimes when you meet other people, then you learn more about yourself. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing that because I, it made me think about when I went to uni and I was meeting more international students from mm-hmm. China, from Hong Kong, from Malaysia, and I have yeah. family in Hong Kong and Malaysia as well, but just seeing mm-hmm. like how different we are and how mm-hmm. maybe I'm more culturally British, um, when I was yeah. with them, like realizing that as well. Um, yeah. and yeah, on the surface, we might look similar. But like we're ethnically the same, but actually culturally we're different. (laughs) And I guess it kind of made me think, oh, um, I want to assert my difference. Like I don't want to be lumped in with the same category as international (laughs) students. I'm British. I'm a British student (laughs) as well. Um, Yeah. Do you think any of your like cultural identity or any kind of identity goes into the music that you write? 
and the spoken so, word and stuff? I feel like looking back now, um, maybe a lot of my British identity, more so because a lot of the artists I listened to growing up were either British and I guess even American. But when I was really starting to write, there was artists like George the Poet, Nick Brewer, um, Hawkhouse, artists who had a lot of like Brit British culture themselves. So even how they spoke and their accent, those things really inspired me too. Um, so I do mm. feel there's mostly like a British identity that I drew from when it comes to thinking about art. Um, but in terms of like, I'm a West African um, like identity, um, maybe in ways I don't fully even recognize to be fair, uh, because again, growing up, I didn't listen to a lot of music from those areas um, every now and again, of course, but not as much as I do now, for example, but um, growing up, there was a lot of like gospel I listened to. And I thought that's a, that a lot of that was like from America, um, people like CC yeah. Wilders, Kirk Franklin. Um, so I guess maybe even that kind of played a part into how I create as well. Um, which is interesting. I may not be from that area, but it still had an impact on me in such a way. Um, but I would say probably British culture had more of an effect, I'd say, on my art in the initial stages and even up until this point as well. It, it kind of makes me think, like, what is British culture? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like British culture playing a part in your arts, but what kind of British culture, you know? Mm, that's, that's a good point. I would say, I'd say even just, you know, day-to-day -day life of living in this country of like the weather yeah. being grey, our mm. moods being slightly more reserved. And in the music that I've resonated with, um, like especially in my university years, it was a lot of like kind of soulful music, a music that was more down-tempo, a music that I guess fit the mood of the weather and just how life felt on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so even just reflecting on that now, I do feel like that might have had an impact. Because I guess, again, if you listen to a lot of West African music, a lot of it is up-tempo, a lot of it is like dance, oh. music that you dance to, music that has a lot more of a celebratory kind of atmosphere, which represents, I guess, even the vibe of back home in like Nigeria or Sierra Leone. I feel like the vibe is definitely a lot more joyful than it is in the UK. So I'm sure those things as well have an impact on how the music is created as well. That's so interesting. I, I'm seeing like a recurring theme about weather. <laughs> I definitely think that's definitely a British English thing, you know, to talk about yeah. weather. Because <laughs> it's always grey, always, always going to rain. Um, yeah. Or it changes so much. That's uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So in terms of your music and you said you do rapping and stuff, can you tell us mm. a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, maybe when you started off or what kind of themes you write about? Um, mm. yeah something like that yeah absolutely so um as I said I started off just by playing like instruments at church and just at home and maybe have lessons at school but it was when I think I was in like secondary school late secondary school maybe around the year 10 or 11 or so there was this film on Disney channel called Let It Shine about some guy who like starts to rap with his friends and they kind of you know get big and whatnot and me and my siblings it just inspired us. So I, I remember I went to like Tesco and I bought a, uh, a notebook and started writing like rhymes and stuff. Um, I know and it was just for fun at the time, but I never, I would never have guessed the impact it would have had on to this point. Um, so I remember then I would just write stuff every now and again that I just felt wanted to put down. Um, and then I would just start rapping. Even in church, me and my friends would just start rapping and such. Um, and then coming to university, we had like obviously open mic nights and stuff. Um, and around that time I was listening to the artist called George the Poet. And I love how 
for him he was he had like a very much of a rapping kind of cadence but it was with no music most of the time just all just mm. very subtle instrumentals but it was really focusing on the words and what he was saying and he spoke a lot about identity um, about growing up in London about what it means to be a youth or a black youth or you know just being in this generation and his words were really poignant and that inspired me to be like okay let me take my songs that I've written and like take out the music and just speak the words so I go to open mic nights and events and just I guess do what I understand to be spoken word poetry Mm. Um, and that helped me to fall in love with just words and just how you can communicate um, truths and feeling without music just with words and I feel like that really sharpened my craft to be able to communicate words effectively to people um, then around this time I would met a lot more musicians through church through my youth group who just loved music and live music and performing and we would just have jam sessions after church just you know freestyling making good music and enjoying and that yeah. again yeah that inspired me a lot to like get back into music making so I feel like from that point I combined my love of words and my love of sound and just really pursued rap a lot more um, to the point now where I love just hip hop music and even things around that like R&B and soul and just delving into like different genres in and around that but I feel like community played a big part of me understanding my love for music and again just being in a setting where we can just express freely with not much of like it has to be like this it has to be like that it's just go with the flow enjoy yourself and speak from the heart and those things I guess even to this day I always try and hold dear because obviously with music and I guess with any craft, you know, there's always that temptation to do things in a way that's by the book or that will get a certain result or, you know, have a, a business that, you know, I don't know, will just get a certain demand from people. But it's important to remember that's important too, but the heart of it, of speaking from the heart, being authentic, um, making art that you yourself enjoy and that you connect with, because if you connect with it, then someone else is likely to as well. So that's always been the things that have inspired me. Um, it's kind of how I got to this point as well. Mm. Yeah, it's cool to hear your story and how how you said about community playing a big part in it as well. Yeah. And I was wondering in terms of what you might speak about or rap about um, in your music, are there any like recurring themes, like the weather? <laughs> uh, are there any themes in particular that you might discuss? Um, or is it just however you're feeling? Yeah, I don't really approach it with just like, so I, I've gone into journaling again, like recently, and that's something I used to do earlier on, like, I guess in my, like, I don't know, late teens, early 20s. Um, yeah. So a lot of my writing has that journalistic kind of style of just, this is what I'm, like a note to self, a diary of my thoughts. But I recognise a lot of themes that come out are like themes of growth, themes of like um, dreaming about where I want to be and working towards that. Um, mm. the ups and downs of that the moments of feeling elation of like yes we're gonna be there and the moments of feeling great and like we're not there yet what are we gonna do and I feel like those messages are kind of through my first EP One Day I Will Fly which talks about seeing where you want to be in life but not quite being there yet but understanding that you can still trust God you can still experience freedom in that waiting process then my second EP Ascension which is deals with like now being on that journey of growth and experiencing the things you wanted to experience but now feeling the turbulence of those moments and like but again still knowing that you can have faith in God through those times and that he will give you like what you need to get through it so yeah I'll say it always reflects my journey in the moment and that's always going to be tied to like um trusting in God and seeing him even though my art isn't necessarily I would say overt Christian music but yeah um 
God is the center of my life. So that's always going to be in my music. And I believe if you look for it, you'll see it there. Um, but yeah, themes of growth, themes of um, living as a young Christian in this crazy world. <laughs> um, and yeah, just, just stuff that I've seen around community. I think as I've grown up, I understand the need for that more. So I'm seeing that come in my music a bit more, just appreciation for community. I did a song called Kinfolk, which just deals with that about just being grateful for people around me and how they've helped for me um, as a man, as a creative, um, and just give a lot of love for that. Wow, that's so cool. And I can see the progression from your like first EP to second one. It's like you're growing like this and then you're growing like this and then yeah. the next stage and the turbulence, but then seeing God through it all, uh, which mm-hmm. is really like real in time in terms of our lives and our journey yeah. with God as well. So yeah, I hope that it's something that I'm sure that people can relate to and resonate with as they listen to your music. Um, yeah, I remember, you know, when I talked to you before, we talked a little bit about identity and faith and expressing that through creativity. Um, and I know you said that you're also interested in other things like photography as well as making your music and writing words so yeah is there anything you'd like to say about expressing identity and christian faith through the arts and through creativity in your life yeah i feel like we live in such an interesting time right now with the growth of like social media TikTok, and music where things are more accessible and back in the day maybe there were only like you know, your main genres of music or your main YouTube and I don't know, Vimeo where you can post stuff. But now there's so many different branches that people can like tap into like really weird creative ideas and like use that as an expression of like of their life and of faith. Even looking at comedy, how you have TikTok accounts that or even Instagram pages that just have like Christian banter and that like, you would have never <laughs> seen that like 10 years ago. But now we can express our joy of like the silly things about being a Christian and we can all relate with that. So I'm finding the importance of like being able to express ourselves in our unique ways through creativity. Um, and I think, it, yeah, these days have helped us to do that. We have more tools. Um, hence, I feel like it's important that we find in ourselves what message do we want to share that we resonate with about our lives, about our faith and being bold to share that. Um, but I feel like it's a good time right now because we have so many different ways of doing that. Even within music, um, we're seeing, especially even at like the UK scene, a lot more artists uh, come through that are Christians that are expressing mm. the love of God in different genres, like in the lo-fi, in alternative R&B, in rap, and even, yeah, so many different kind of sounds. And I'm grateful because growing up, there was still artists doing well, but there wasn't a huge variation of like the sound. There was just a couple of genres that people would stick to. But now seeing people um, able to embrace the different styles and, you know, speak about if it's want to speak about their upbringing in London or how much they love their home country and expressing that is beautiful because I feel God is full of creativity, right? God has so much, he has infinite, um, infinite creativity, infinite, um, I don't have to say it, like he's just vast. So there's so much ways in which we can use what's around us to express that as well. Um, so as long as we're wise about decisions and we're being authentic, I think, you know, we can continue to, um, show our identity through the music and even through other things you said photography um, and even photography I what I love about that is it's like you're capturing a beauty that's already there like I may not have made mm. the sunrise but I can capture it and present that to somebody and show people God's creativity 
So there are moments everywhere that we can be inspired by. And it's just about tapping into that um, and, and being willing to share. Mm, so good. I love how you said like your music is not overtly Christian or some, you know, the theme, you wouldn't call it like, actually, would you, would you call yourself Christian artist? I personally wouldn't. I'd call myself yeah. a hip hop artist, hip -hop, um, yeah. but who's part of the Christian community. Okay. Sounds like you thought about that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, in terms of like, you wouldn't say, oh, this is Christian music or it's not overtly, but it's actually, you'll see the themes in there because that's part of you and that's your identity in Christ and God being the center. And so I guess in the ways that we have these different platforms or the way that we do create things that actually you should, or it'll be good to see God in all of it, because that is part of who we are as God's people. And um, I sometimes I feel like I want to encourage people who they might not think that they are creative. Mm. Um, but the fact that God is creative, he's creator, right? And he created us imago day in his image which therefore means that we as human beings are creative but mm. it's just people express it in different ways so, and i was thinking how like for example when we need something fixing at home yeah. like you can just go out and buy something to replace it but for some, i think maybe because um we don't want to like spend money or like we're stingy or whatever um <laughs> or what's the word frugal so yeah. In my family, especially my dad, he doesn't do like visual arts or anything, but he mm. would like find creative ways of trying to fix something yeah. um, rather than going out to buy something. So I feel like that's an example of creativity as well. Um, yeah, but it's cool to hear actually about different kinds of musics and expressions out there. Um, and actually these days people are more aware and loving music from different cultures and from around the mm. world yeah. um compared to when i was at school as well yeah. um and really interesting because i have a friend from school who's muslim and she actually really likes christian contemporary worship music wow yeah it's wow. so interesting and very... yeah like you said about accessibility you can just mm. hear and listen to so much and broaden your horizons in that way yeah <laughs> It is, that's, that's actually really cool to hear. And it's encouraging to hear because as creative, sometimes it can feel like, are people really, is the music or is the art reaching the people that it needs to be reached? Um, and the internet is vast, but it's also very autonomous so that you don't have to necessarily, you don't, you don't know who's listening and that can be great, good and a bad thing. Um, but hearing something like that is good because it shows that um, with so many ways of reaching people, that like people are being reached um yeah even in in places that we may not have ever heard of like people are able to like, access the art um and i think that's that's a great thing about the internet that yeah. it's opened up so many doors like whoever the guy who created the internet i don't think he would have imagined <laughs> the world we're living in today and just how much it's like everything hinges on it um and it's, it's a great way of i guess again sharing the faith through many different ways and sharing our experiences so yeah even i guess like when smartphones phones came out I don't think we had an idea of just how you know foundational they're going to be to like the next wave of apps and everything like that so yes it's amazing that's true and people keep innovating and creating more um mm. amazing stuff I mean there's also pros and cons um, of course of course and stalkers and <laughs> 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 different, that's true. a different topic um 
<laughs> yeah, but the beauty that or how you can utilize it um, in the yeah. way that glorifies God and serves people. And yeah, mm-hmm. who knows who's going to be listening to this interview as well. <laughs> true, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to give you an opportunity to share something that you like. Um, yeah. Any, uh, you know, any kind of like tip or advice or mm-hmm. a blessing or yeah, whatever. I'm going to give a little bit of space for you now. Thank you very much. Um, wow. <laughs> I guess one thing that's been on my mind this week is just about like, what does it mean to be successful? Um, we live in a day and age where there's so much pressure to get likes, to get retweets, you know, to get to go viral. Um, and anytime we can lose our authenticity in that, in chasing those things. Um, and I felt God reminded me this week just the importance of like, um, like working on your hands and humbling your heart. And when I say that, I mean, working on our, our gifts that God has given us, like stewarding what he's put in our hands. Um, some seasons that's going to mean doing it quietly and nobody seeing. Some seasons it's going to be more in the forefront, but just being willing to like be a steward of what God has given us. We see that theme throughout the Bible all about God giving people kingdoms or giving people children or giving people, you know, a word. And he wants them to steward that and do the right thing with that. And secondly, having a humble heart, realizing that, in order for us to sustain what God has given us, we need to have a heart that's submissive to him, that's willing to like obey him, that's willing to even give up the things that we feel he's given us at times, if it's for a season or whatnot, so that he can um, minister through that. Because at the end of the day, we're just, we're just, we're borrowing everything that we have, even our breath, even our time, none of it is ours. Um, so it's important that we have a heart that we can lay those things down. And I'm working on those things because it's not easy, <laughs> especially when it's like, there's so much allure and appeal to like get attention in this world and it's and sometimes it's easy to know how to get attention and it's then a question of like am I doing this for the right reasons um but I feel like if we pursue having a heart that's humble a heart like Jesus um he will be able to put us in positions that we can um share our faith boldly and we can see people life impacted for Christ and do it also in a way that we enjoy it some seasons are definitely going to be harder but there are times where we can really you know enjoy sharing our faith with our gifts and talents or with whatever God has given us Mm. um, and enjoy those moments too so yeah that's something I'll just as an encouragement for a creative or just anyone in general like if God God has put us on this earth for a reason therefore um, there's something that we can do even if it's just smiling to our neighbor like that's something that can go a long way Um, and then having a humble heart and seeking God every day Um, and he'll give us the strength for that Um, one of my favorite scriptures is in Philippians 4 where it says that he gives us the desire and power to do what pleases him. And that's something that's helped me on my journey as an artist of knowing that my love for music um, and to create, it comes from God. So if I feel like I'm not able to do anything, I need to just speak to him for more grace and he will give me that. And he has definitely, I've seen that. And I know that anything I've achieved in this life because God has given me the grace to do that. So that's my encouragement for anyone listening. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And also just kind of how this kind of upside down kingdom of christ and mm. pursuing christ and pursuing humility actually where people yeah. would be there well you know that's not what the world thinks when you're thinking mm. about success so yeah i appreciate that sharing and so how can we keep in touch with you how can we find your music um are you working on something at the moment are you on the uk top 40 i don't know what, i don't know what it's called <laughs> now yeah how can we find more about you <laughs> I'll be on the chart soon. For now, we're still working. <laughs> but you can find all my music um, 
just search Dave Creates, that's all one word, D-A-V-E-C-R-E-A-T-E-S, um, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, whatever streaming platform you listen to. And I'm on social media, everywhere at I am Dave Creates on like Instagram, Twitter, even Facebook. Still on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if, come say hi. Um, I'm working on like a third EP at the moment. Um, and even a joint EP with some friends of mine that will be coming out um, from one in December and then January 2022, by God's grace. Um, and yeah, just continuing to express, create, experiment and enjoy the journey. I feel like that's the key thing that we enjoy the journey because it is once in a lifetime, you know what I mean, to do what we're doing. So mm. let's enjoy that. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, that's it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm just going to play for the listeners uh, the little clip that you sent me. Would you like to talk a little bit about that before they hear it? Yeah, absolutely. So this song is called Transform, featuring uh, my friend True B. This song is really like sums up my life a lot of the time. And just feel it's for moments where you feel like the caterpillar, you're in a season of life where you know God has given something inside of you that's going to really blossom and be a beautiful thing. But it's almost like you question, am I really going to get there? Um, you see darkness all around you. You see the cocoon. But it's just an encouragement to just hold on. Um, it's dark, but you will see the light and you will transform into all God has made you to become. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dave Creates. Cheers. Thank you for having me, Jesse. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dave Creates. And now we're going to listen to a snippet of his track, Transform. Storm rages inside, so bent for the night. Transform with me, reach for the skies, let go of your pain. Transform, take flight, before their eyes. Transform, take flight, before their eyes. See you.